fashion insider friends what is up this is the fashion crimes podcast where i cover all things fashion style shopping style inspiration and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better yes i'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40 and i mean way after 40 Say it with me, fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. Fashion besties, what is happening? Thank you so much for joining me this week. My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and as always, the hostess with the mostest and the only Holly you need to know. I hope you listened to last week's episode. We talked about how to create the perfect headshot. Now, if you need help or if you still have questions, please let me know. I have some great examples on my Pinterest board. I want to make sure that everyone has their headshots and their outfits on point and on brand that speak effectively to who they are today. However, I have an incredible guest today, huge, huge entrepreneur in the Atlanta area, personal bestie of mine and of the Fashion Crimes podcast, health and nutrition exercise extraordinaire expert in everything, expert in all, but she is not only a coach of me uh, helping other people in their business, but she is Jack of all trades, master of all, to be honest with you. Catherine Marshall, health and nutrition expert. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Oh, well, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here today, Holly. Thank you so much. I have this rain cloud over my clients and people that are interested in personal styling and they want to know. They can't do this because of this. They can't do that because of that. They have all these blocks. That's what I call it. Some people have a financial block. Some people have a body image block. Some people have a self-esteem block. So our style and the way that it comes out to the world, I want you to help us. I've said it a thousand times. We are having the great debate today of style versus weight. Can you please open up the conversation and tell us, at, in your health profession and master trainer, all these things that you've done, be more specific about what you've done. You do a better bio than me. But yeah. tell me some problems that people have when they come see you and how it comes out in their health and nutrition. I think the biggest problem is people not feeling good about where they are right now and their body image. It's not about a size two or a size 22. It's how do you feel in your body and how you show up? And people get stuck. They don't want to do this because they haven't lost the weight. They don't want to buy new clothes because they're like planning for years and years to lose the weight. And it's not about weight. Um, it's really interesting because I'm a big believer in you really want to start where you are with what you have. And guess what? We got to show up. We got to be our best to move to the next level, to get the ball rolling and the momentum and the motivation going. So, you know, we can't just stay stuck in our tracks, but I think it begins with mindset and having those conversations. Tell us a little bit about your background and the companies that you own and the people that you train. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I have spent years ago, I remember counting up my hours and they said, you're an expert when you get to 10,000 hours. Well, I remember hitting 50,000 hours in the personal and training industry. And, you know, I really specialized in personal training sales, marketing, um, and really specialized in getting results. So I led a team of personal trainers at one time that had 16 working under my umbrella that was wild. <laughs> and I, I just loved working with the clients myself. Um, I went on to build a health accelerator coaching company. So we certify our own coaches. And I don't personally do the health coaching, but I believe that is wrapped into everything. Then we're a work in progress. Some days health looks like taking, doing some yoga like I did this morning. Some days it looks like cleaning up the nutrition. Some days it looks like coffee with your best friend. <laughs> it's a mental health session. So, you know, Health Accelerator is really about being healthy. So um, I've always got my fingers in health. It is my top priority as an entrepreneur and a leader in the business development world. When people come to you and they say, I want to lose weight. Do you tell them we don't do that first? We we assess everything that you're doing first. When somebody comes to you and says, I want to lose 20 pounds, it's my kid's wedding or something like that. How do you sort of turn them, give them a 180 and get them to see the overall picture? Yeah, I, I think the big place to start with someone who, quote, wants to lose weight is to start with the assessment process. You know, I think the why is huge. Uh, motivation doesn't come from true motivation doesn't come from positive and negative. It comes from opting in, number one. Number two, getting some results, starting to feel better, starting to maybe drop a little bit of weight if the clothes are fitting better. And then it really comes from the why. So if someone says, I want to do this for the wedding, that's an external motivator. If someone says, I want to do this to feel good and be throwing the ball with my grandkids in my 60s and 70s and 80s and beyond, you know, it's not a good or bad, but I think we've got to really build a comprehensive plan to be successful. <laughs> I love that you said the external motivator, because I think that a lot of people, especially by the time, you know, they come to me. That is the external motivator. They want to look good on the outside. However, style and confidence, and I hope you would agree, come from inside. Yeah, they sure do. And when you feel worthy, when you feel worthy and you feel like you're done feeling eh, that's when the, the shift really starts to happen. Yeah. And one thing I love about you, Holly, is when we were working together in my closet, which is like one of my all-time favorite things of, of my life, you said, close our energy. And you laid out the clothes nice and neat. And I was like, oh, I shall not just throw them at a ball in the drawer. <laughs> but, but again, now how would that tie in with me having a goal of weight loss? Well, feeling good in my clothing, feeling good about what I'm choosing to put on my body, even the undergarments for the day. So they go hand in hand. Things are not mutually exclusive. You start feeling better, you build your confidence. You start looking a little better. You get the ball rolling with that health program and the exercise and great choices, better choices. I have this little saying, better is better. I love that. Better is better. Now, when I met Catherine, we were introduced by our dear friend, Emmy, and I have interviewed Emmy twice. So I hope that you guys go back and listen to the episode. She is serial entrepreneur, yes. uh, you know, supermodel, all these things that she does, health and wellness. She's very into mental health. And she said to me, Holly, have you met Catherine Marshall? I was like, no. And she was like, 
you need to meet her. So that's how Catherine and I met Divine Intervention. And we said, let's trade services. So Catherine is a C-level executive. She has her hands in all these different things, philanthropy and health and wellness, in addition to virtual wealth online and business coaching and all these different things. And I thought she was such a great candidate because people like that who have it all together, they're not used to not being the smartest person there. (laughs) And when I I came to Catherine and I said, I'd really love to help you with your closet, she was like, huh, uh, tell me more. So I said to her, I said, look, I know you've got all these things over here that you're doing great. Let's focus on this and let's figure out where we can improve and what we can change. She was like, oh my God, that sounds great. So a lot of the problems I think that people have and Catherine, even though she was organized, she wasn't organized to the point where she could find what she needed. And When you hang like with like in the closet, it's just a game changer, total game changer. And and I I cleaned out her closet fine. It was great. She had a lot of clothes. She had updated clothes. She has great style. Getting her straight in the closet, getting her laundry routine down, those are things that were holding her back. Great. However, now that she's really shining, All she's, it's not about getting new clothes. Can you speak to the aftermath after I left? Because the magic doesn't happen until after I leave. So true. So true. And you even said, you're going to get in a couple days after I I go or the next week, you're going to feel different. I was like, yeah, right. And then I was like, Holly, (laughs) no, 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 I can find exactly what I need. No, this has changed my life. And I mean, here's the thing few things that I needed to get, but now I could see exactly what I needed to, where I needed to fill in the holes. I needed a new blue suit. I needed a new black suit. Bam, I got them. So it really was a game changer in terms of making things simple. And I'm a very high volume person, but I'm also like, I, I tap out and chill out. And so it really served my lifestyle. But Holly, what I need you to know is on my list of goals that I go over with my executive coach every single week was a goal to level up my wardrobe. And what that meant was getting Holly in my closet. I just didn't know that when I first met you. (laughs) I mean, I think everybody needs a little bit of, you know, Holly boot camp. However, as someone who is in exercise as a part of your life, nutrition as a part of your life, for people that are just starting on their health and wellness journey and they come to you and they go, I don't want to buy new clothes until I lose weight. What do you say to somebody like that? Yeah, I would do a reframe around that. And I would say, let's start feeling good and looking our best right where we are right now. You have to start where you are with what you have. That's a big concept. That's kind of a universal life coaching concept to start where you are with what you have. So perhaps we get a few new pieces that could be altered. If the big goal is, hey, I'm a size 20 and I need to be a size 14 to really feel like like, bam, I can kill it on stage or in the networking room or even, you know, out with friends and family. So I think we've got to start where we are with what we have. And remember, it's kind of like the chicken and egg. You feel a little better, you do a little better. You feel a little better, you take the next step. But I would say, you know, work with a professional. I'm a big believer in coaching. If I didn't talk to Matt every week, 
<laughs> about my wardrobe. Holly, you and I might not have met. You were on my list for so long just to get to know Holly and just to have coffee with Holly. He's like, did you call Holly yet? I'm like, not yet, but I will. <laughs> Emmy was the same way. Emmy was someone I wanted to get to know for a long time. Like I knew her, but I didn't really know her as in like, you know, pick up the phone and like, I mean, I got a question or a comment or a, or I saw your, you know, your Instagram was awesome this morning. So I think, you know, we've got to start to start small baby steps and then check in. How do you feel about what you're doing right now? Is it working? Is it not working? We have to constantly self-assess. Now you keep talking about mindset. Let's dive a little deeper into that. Mm -hmm. And I'm guilty of this a thousand times over. When you want to do something new you haven't done before, mm -hmm. when you see this over here and you go, well, that would be nice. Well, I'd love to do that too. Or I'd love to be with those people. Or I'd love to feel like I am successful in this area and that area. And I'm not doing well over here. How do you reframe your mindset so you don't hold yourself back? Good question. How do you reframe your mindset to move to the next step when you've got this little voice that says, well, it's like, you are not good in this area? I think what we pay attention to and what we focus on expands. So keeping that in mind, asking yourself, what is my self-talk? Like when I started to become a professional speaker, I was like, I don't know anything about professional speaking. I literally was so down and so low. And so I wrote it down. I am a professional speaker. Then I started to fill in the details. I made some friends who were speakers and I took some classes and some courses and I got a coach and pretty soon I was like, I can hold my own with the world-class speakers. I really can. And so I built that confidence. We have a saying, confidence is earned, not learned. And that earning comes in baby steps, knowing the end result and just setting your intentions. So you got to get through those sticking points and go, okay, what can I do? How can I think differently to kind of move the needle just a little bit at a time? I cannot tell you how many times I've cried in front of Catherine and feeling like, I'm sorry, I, not because she made me cry. Let me clarify that. You think you got it together, right? You think you're like, hey, I can do this. I can do that. But when it comes time to the work, when it's you alone and speaking about style versus weight, when you're like, it's not a big deal, I'll just eat better or I'll move more or I'll do this. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty, like you said, and the self-talk, how do we get our brain to not go back to that same program? Let's use, for example, somebody's trying to lose weight. Hey, I don't look good right now. I don't feel good. Like you said, I'm interested in changing my career. I'm turning 50. I'm getting a divorce. I'm getting married. My kids are out of the house. I'm going back to work. Whatever your story is, how do we start to break that record in our heads? Yeah, I think it's important to listen to what you're saying to yourself. So we have this little, I first learned this from my very first life coach, like, 28 years ago, she said, we got this little gremlin who's like, who do you think you are? You're not up to par over here and saying, thank you for your service. Set it aside. Now I gave my gremlin a persona, the persona of Fran Drescher, because I love <laughs> Fran. I know, right? She's cute. She's funny. She's adorable. So I, I gave the gremlin Fran. I'd be like, Fran, Fran would show up as fear. 
Fran would show up as overwhelmed. Fran would show up in the, who do you think you are? This isn't going to work. And I'd say, thank you for your service. You're just trying to protect me from getting hurt. And I would set her aside and say, thank you so much. But she had this beautiful smile, this cute look. So I love the idea of giving it a persona that you can talk to, that you can deal with, because we have to move through it. We have to move beyond the negative self-talk and step into a place of appreciation of like, hey, you're doing the best you can. Or, hey, we have social proof. You've been successful over here. Let's latch on to that. We all set out to do new, bigger, different things. That's the nature of life. That is expansion. It's not going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall down and have the scrapes to prove that, that it was tough. But if you'll get back up and keep going and say, oh, Fran, thank you. We're good. We will get there over time. And be kind to self. That's the toughest one to start to make a daily habit and a practice is the self-love and the kindness in that self-talk. Shut down the negativity. So somebody comes to you, this person who wants to lose 20 pounds, and they do. They're successful. Yes. Keeping the weight off. Yeah. Tell me common threads that you see when people do the work. They're all super pumped. Yeah. So they don't regain it and put it back on plus, right? Give us some tips. Yeah. Let me give you some tips. Number one, stay involved with whatever support system you have. So we take off the 20 pounds. We have the wedding. We're back to eating and drinking with reckless abandon. And, you know, bam, we wake up one day and now we put back on 25. But the way that you keep that from having it, having that is checks and balances. So if you have a system, you know, my system is I have a, um, I've always have a trainer and a nutrition coach. And now I use an app and I'm like taking photos of my food log, super simple. But that way I, I am a person who lost 34 pounds in 90 days at one point. So not only have I done it, but I've continued to be healthier now that I'm in my 50s. I'm going to be a Mimi in June. (laughs) And and I want to be a great example, but I'm going to stay synced in with my people, my coaches, my system, whatever's working. You don't have to do the whole massive program necessarily, but the people who do the best stay synced in with some form of accountability, whatever that means for you. Don't just go, hey, I'm good and throw caution to the wind and you go back to what truly are your social habits your physical habits. We all have kind of a way that we're wired and we have to work with it, not against it. I love that answer. You said two things that really stuck out to me. Reckless abandon, which I've been guilty of, and accountability. So you don't have to log your food every single day. You can log your drinking. You can log in when you have a cheat day or when you feel like, I'm going out to dinner and I just don't want to worry about it. You want to enjoy yourself. You want to partake. It is life. It's about ups and downs. But style and fashion are something that you can use to make yourself feel better, not make yourself feel worse. Clothes and fashion and style are supposed to work for you. It's not supposed to work against you. Would you say the same thing with exercise and nutrition? Absolutely. Absolutely. There have been times where I've trained hard and heavy. There have been times where I just took a break. There are times now where I mix it up. I do the yoga. I do the high intensity. I do a little strength. and I take a couple days off. I'm at a different age and stage in my 50s than I was at 27. So I think you've got to, again, self-assessment. The most successful people are very high on assessing themselves and their behavior 
And I will tell you, in any coaching program, it is all about one thing, and that is behavior modification. It's not hard. It's actually quite easy. Can you have a cocktail? Can you have some dessert? Maybe a little bit of that works for you. But what I stopped doing is I stopped like baking the pan of brownies and eating the whole pan. (laughs) I don't do that anymore. So therein, there goes a lot of my struggle with eating too much sugar. And the fact that I don't bring my favorite cake home and just keep eating it, I would go out and have a slice of cake or I would say, you know what, if we have that coming in the house, we send it off rather than I still love sweets. I'm never going to pass on dessert. It's never going to happen. So that's your thing. That's your thing is sweets. But uh, but again, I think if we get to a place of moderation and where it's feeding your soul, now some people choose not to do sugar. It's not for them. We all have a better way for ourselves to check in and go, how do I feel? I think the big check-in is how do I feel? And then what if you're feeling good, whatever you wear, there isn't a, a wrong size. You might see someone who's carrying an extra pounds, but maybe you don't know they've taken off 50 or they've gotten healthy or they've leveled out their blood sugar or they're eating lots of greens and maybe they didn't do that at one time. So, you know, never judge what you see on the outside. I think we're perfect at every age and stage and weight and size. I think that the great news is that you can do something about it. You can change. So when somebody comes to you and they say, hey, I want to lose weight, you're not immediately going to the food, you're talking about how someone feels, how what their lifestyle is. It, elaborate on that a little bit. Yeah. So um, I have a background in mental health. Originally, I've got a master's in social work. So this is really a full life assessment. It's your stress levels. It's your social habits. It's your family life. It's so many things. That, so many things will go into a comprehensive health, fitness, exercise, nutrition program that, you know, we really have to start with an assessment with a professional that says, okay, here's where we are. Here's where we want to be. Let's put together a plan so that you are healthier. And I really believe that weight loss is a byproduct of healthy habits. What about people going through menopause? I mean, people go through menopause, late 40s, all the way up to their 60s. Aren't the cards stacked against us if somebody's trying to lose weight during that time? Not necessarily. Um, I have seen every condition under the sun that someone has said, I can't lose weight. And they did. Now, here's the thing. It is going to go back to the biology and chemistry of what you eat. That's all there is to it. So, uh, you know, I think if you have a comprehensive plan, if someone is going through menopause, that is a natural cycle change of life. Have many people lost weight going through that? Absolutely. But if you said, hey, I can't do it because you've literally stopped yourself in your tracks. So what I would say, going through those hormonal changes, even more important to eat well, maybe, you know, get on a regimen of some good supplements with a professional. Maybe start making sure that we are taking the time to exercise. I've known many people that have done it without medical drugs and so forth. They said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it naturally. I did personally. There's not a right and a wrong. I think get whatever help serves you <laughs> because it's, it's a real challenge. It's a it's a very real challenge to wake up with the night sweats and, you know, and deal with everything that is changing where mentally and emotionally it's a roller coaster ride. So even more so, do you need the help and support with nutrition, exercise, and mindset? There are like three stakes. So that's your foundation. I really think that when you surround yourself, this has been huge for me. 
-hmm. when you surround yourself with the right people and have the right people that really want you to succeed underneath you, that is a game changer. When you hire a personal trainer at the gym, it's great. It's fabulous. It's everything. Is it the right person? I don't know. Is it somebody who is the cheapest person or the best deal? That might not necessarily be who you need. When you need help with nutrition and weight and health, going to your doctor is fine, but having that personalized attention like someone like a Catherine mm -hmm. could really tap into your lifestyle and help you figure out what is holding you back. And that's the same thing that I do with style. What is your story? Where can we start so you can understand that you can do this? Showing people that light at the end of the tunnel, having people being upset about what they look like at this current moment, all of that is not permanent. When somebody is super, super, super down and depressed, is that something that you can help with as a mental health professional as well? Absolutely, because here's the thing. When someone is battling depression and anxiety, a lot of that will go back to what are you putting in your body? So the, the help and support of having a coach you know, we certify our own coaches. I have a lead coach who does the, the the coaching firsthand, who is incredibly successful at weight loss. I think having that support, building your team, like you said, is it the right trainer? Is it the right mental health professional? But I think having the right people in your circle gets you through to the next step. So hopefully you can say, you know, what the depression has lifted, the anxiety is less. So, um, and these are very common problems, but it does go back to what are you eating? What are you doing? What are you thinking? And we do have the answers. We we know how to treat these things. That's the beautiful thing about it. And Catherine, just you specifically, you are a petite person. Can you please explain how you have a hard time finding clothes as hard as as much as someone who is maybe plus size has a hard time finding clothes? Yeah, it's a real challenge. And I think you have to kind of put it into your mindset and your plan to build out a, a wardrobe that fits you well. Holly, I love you said, always, always, always go for fit over color. That helped me a lot. I was really hung up on color. <laughs> and that axed out like 20, 30% of my choices that I liked because I'm like, well, it's not the right color. And so I think you've got to be a little bit flexible. You've got to have a great tailor. And you've got to, again, like make it part of your life that you are, you know, devoting a little bit of time and attention to finding things that fit well, to building out your wardrobes that, and having it organized so that it is grab and go, you need Holly in your corner. <laughs> so listen to the podcast, get her advice personally, one-on-one. -on -one. I think um, a, a, some good advice goes a long way with the challenges of whether you're plus or petite or super tall. Or, you know, maybe your body type is a challenge to find the right fit. And I love that, as Catherine, I like to say, not petite, you know, vertically challenged. She's getting a foot cut off her jeans, her things taken in. I mean, she has a real challenge finding clothes that don't swallow her or make her look a certain way that she's not. She's trying to look professional, young, and polished, but we have a challenge finding clothes 
for her as well. So it's always going to be making, in the words of Stacey London, making the clothes work for you. And I love that I am super coachable as you are super coachable. We have become friends through this process and you are coaching me the way that I coach you. Cut the fat. It's not that serious. You did this. It didn't work. Next, we're going to do this. It didn't work. Great. Like, it's not about you personally. It's about finding what works for you and your body. And I want you to know that the style journey is not over the same way that my journey is not over. I'm just because <laughs> yeah, I cleaned out your closet one time, we got a long way to go, you know? Right. And- it's an ongoing evolutionary process. Agreed. Agreed. Can you leave us with one mantra saying that you live by, truth bomb, something that you like to encourage people by? Yes. And this is really important. Surround yourself with the best. It's so important that you really um, self-assess the people that are around you. Like you said, if you've got good people on your, you're going to need a team. (laughs) You're going to need a team to help you, whether it's you tune into this podcast every time a new episode is coming out, or, you know, you've got your friend group and some of those friends are getting a little catty and you're like, I got to, I got to pivot. I got to go the other way. So I think surround yourself with the best is is critical. It's critical. Um, we all have things in life we have to deal with that may not be perfect. That's life. But if you've got some good people that you can count on to lift you up and you can lift them up, I think um, it makes for a better life. And if you need anybody, contact Catherine. Catherine, how can we find you? CatherineMarshall.com, C-A-T-H-R-Y-N, Marshall with two L's, CatherineMarshall.com. You can call me. You can reach me through my website. Um, I'm happy to uh, to build our network and be there for, for the people that are listening to your podcast. Absolutely. Oh, well, I'm so happy. And look, people just flock to you. And Catherine is such an amazing master networker. But I wanted her to, to hear it from her. Good style does not equal a certain weight, okay? We can we can look great at any size, at any age. It, it you know, whatever your style journey is just starting is the first step. And not letting weight hold you back is a huge thing to constantly say. Put a note on your mirror, put put it in your phone, put a reminder on your phone. Call Catherine. She is such an incredible person to have on your team and underneath you. It's been such a blessing to have you in my life. So thank you for all your coaching and your friendship and all that you've done for me thus far. And will you come back and enlighten us more? Absolutely. We'll be back for part two. (laughs) We'll be back for part two of style versus weight. Thank you so much to Catherine Marshall, serial entrepreneur, health and fitness expert, guru, mental health coach, all the things that Catherine is. I can't even name them all. My name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Make sure you share this podcast with somebody you love. Also, if you need to get in touch with Catherine, Make sure you do. She is a phenomenal business coach. I have had great success with her. So please find her online. Join her network. There's so many things that she's involved in. So we are so lucky to have her as a fashion bestie. Check out our newsletter. Make sure you have purchased Stop Making These Fashion Mistakes by yours truly, best-selling author, 
top four things that I have seen my clients make mistakes in their wardrobe. Make sure you check it out. The best-selling book on Amazon. Y'all have a fabulous, fabulous fashionable week, and we will see you next time. Bye!